Okay, so I wake up this morning and, you know, as usual, you know, blah, 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 woo, woo, woo. I don't even think I waked and baked. I don't even think I brushed my teeth yet. Get a notification. I'm like, okay, who's texting me? Blah, 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 woo, 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 the whole nine yards. So I look at it. This nigga done sent me a picture of his dick unsolicited. Okay. Now, mind you, if we was, like, flirting or going back or, you know, at the, um, call it, um, sexting, whatever, you know, sex text or whatever, okay, you show me what you're working with, I show you what I'm working with type of deal, okay, that's fine, that's cool, but unsolicited, unwanted, pussy pictures, dick pictures, oh, hey, watch my live cam, you know, I'm like, bitch, this is not, okay, this is not OnlyFans. Post that shit on OnlyFans or, you know, get your subscribers that way. You feel what I'm saying? If I don't come for you or ask for unsolicited, I mean, not unsolicited. If I don't come to you and ask for the um, advice or the pictures or whatever and stuff, don't send them in my fucking inbox. Mind you, yeah, I advertise about spiritually yours and, you know, post my, um, my, um, uh, pictures or whatever, like, of the gift boxes and stuff that I do, you know, I post, like, my, um, tarot card reads, I'm not in nobody's motherfucking inbox asking them, do they want a fucking gift box, a gift bag, or a fucking tarot card reading, like, I always get with these fucking fuck charts, hey, I was drawn to you by the ancestors, the ancestors have a fucking, um, goddamn, um, thing to tell you, and stuff like that, that's a fucking scam, but, like, this dick picture that I got was from somebody that I fucking know. But it's just, like, I didn't ask for it is what I'm getting at. You couldn't even tell me good morning, no nothing. But you just want to send me a, a picture of your fucking dick spread eagle like the fucking gay-ass pose. And then some dirty-ass clothes on, on the fucking floor. It looked like you had shitty-ass drawers. Nigga, ain't nobody asked for that. First of all, watch your motherfucking dick. First, before you send a goddamn dick picture, wash your fucking drawers and clip the fucking nasty ass toenails and clip that fucking ball hair, ball hair before you try to send somebody a un, un um solicited solicited dick pic. How about that, motherfucker? And that's all I gotta say. Y'all stay tuned to stick to the script. All right, I'm out. One. You're about to witness the most realest and honest podcast. Stick to the script where it's no fucks given. Now smoke something and welcome your hosts, Knowledge and Laniqua. Knowledge and Laniqua. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm gonna be real with y'all, man. Like, Laniqua be saying some wild shit, though, man. <laughs> but welcome to another episode. Uh, stick to the script. I'll be your host with the most knowledge course my co-host Laniqua I know things sound a little different I'm going to explain alright so when you do a podcast or whatever it's all about the right timing and the right scheduling and we're going to come together but I'm like you know it be a lot of topics we don't really touch on like that cause we get so much in the zone that sometimes we forget and we never come back to so what we going to do is almost like pass the mic you know, I touch on one topic, Laniqua touch on another topic, and we go back or forth that way. Since our scheduling, we couldn't get it together, we're going to do that, all right? So, um, so before we start, sis, I want to ask you, man, how was your week, your weekend? 
Well, besides the whole dick picture thing, I already know all that. <laughs> I think people heard loud and clear in the intro. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? But now, um, yeah, tell the people what you've been up to, sis. Me, 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 me. No, but hey, bro. Um, my weekend was pretty uneventful. You know, just chill with the with the homies, my little um broke best friends. You know, my kids or whatever. Um, we chill. We played darts and whatnot. Um, cleaned up a little bit. You know, the whole nine yards and stuff. Just pretty much just Netflix and chilled. You know, nothing really spectacular happened really you know it was what it was and um you know i hope you had a good weekend how was your weekend and um how was y'all on the podcast weekend you know like what what did y'all do did y'all do any anything excitement excitement did y'all have any excitement is what i meant or like anything exciting is what i meant to say um you know like feel free to ask and like chime in and tell us you know what i'm saying we don't bite just tell us what's up and you know like we said y'all welcome to be guests on the show or you know even what to say it with your chest moment or anything just inbox us you know i am not in facebook jail anymore <laughs> so y'all can do what y'all want to do and you know like inbox me on instagram facebook whatever you know what i'm saying um up and coming oh i got some surprises for y'all um i don't know if y'all are aware but um you know i'm about to get my llc which is like my business license for spiritually yours that's right yes i'm about to be um for real legit or a boss bitch or a boss lady up in these streets ow ow but anyway um bro that's pretty much it what's going on in my life and um back to you which stick to the script it's laniqua and you know back to you on um what's what's popping and what's happening um you know we're going to talk about um i'm going to talk about like um you know like um uh what what the hell am i talking about i guess i'm having a high moment right about now but anyway (laughs) no no bro we good we good over here in the in the hood we good in the neighborhood it's all gravy but no um basically i'm gonna talk about like unsolicited um advice and unsolicited um like nudie pictures or you know dick pictures pussy pictures um i'm gonna touch a little bit on the um blue face and um however you say that damn child's name christian rock situation and much much more y'all stay tuned i definitely feel you on that besides me man you know i'm blessed had a good weekend you know ain't do too much you know spend time with the wifey and kids so you know this everyday shit you know looking for a house y'all so you know we trying to get that together so you know it's definitely looking good for us so that's definitely another blessing but yeah i'm gonna start first sis um for the people who live under a rock (laughs) under a rock chris rock you see why i was going with that um bars but yeah um chris rock did this live special on netflix and you know everybody wants to know about the whole will smith smacking him and where his head was at now before i talk about that i'm going to talk about the overall special um i wasn't crazy about it 
uh, you know, it, it, I mean, I chuckled at a couple of moments, but it wasn't like I didn't care because I knew I was watching it to see how you really felt about Will Smith smacking him. I guess it was cool. I mean, I mean, it depends on your liking. I wasn't, you know, crazy about it. I just want to hear. I want to hear his mindset on Will Smith smacking him. Now, I know what people think and what they're going to say. And I addressed this situation a long time ago. And I can't think the comedian name. It was a white dude that kept saying nigger a whole lot from the Chris Rock. And I addressed how even Jerry Seinfeld has a white guy felt uncomfortable. And Chris Rock as a black man, you know, we're letting that shit slide. So I already addressed that coon shit. So I'm not going to go back. Go to season two where I talk about that. So I don't want you fake ass woke people coming in my comments on my DMs talking about why you ain't dressed when the white guy kept saying nigger in front of Chris Rock. Bitch, I already addressed that shit. It's already been addressed. So I ain't got to talk about that. Go back to season two and you will hear my honest opinion about that. But let's talk about this Chris Rock special. Now, when he got to the Will Smith part, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. I understand he had to let this out. Like, whatever you do in life, you're going to find therapy in it. For example, like, I did music at one point in my life. Now I do the podcast. The podcast now is my therapist. So if I feel stressed out or want to fuck a nigga up, I get my laptop, pull my mic out, and talk my shit. And this was Chris Rock moment to actually talk about it. Now, I get it. I understand why he talked about it. But it didn't come off as jokes. You could see the hurt. You could see that it really bothered him. You know, because most comedians, when they talk about situations, they pick jokes behind it. I didn't get that from Chris Rock. I got anger. And the fact that he did that shit in Baltimore and Jada Pinkett Smith is from Baltimore, that was some bold shit, son. Real bold shit. But it's like, am I mad about what he said? No, he has that right to. I know a lot of people be like, yo, he waited too long to talk about this, but he was working on his own time. I can't knock the man for that. I can't get mad because he decided to talk about it a year later. Like, that's on him. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do shit about that. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, he waited too long to talk about this. Nah, son. Like, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to wait to speak on it. So be it. But it was a lot of anger behind that. A lot of anger, you know? Will Smith told that nigga last year in the Oscars. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And the fact he called Jay Pickin Smith a bitch in our hometown of Baltimore. I ain't gonna lie, Chris Rock. If Will Smith see you again and put them paws on you, I can't feel bad for you, bruh. You call his wife a bitch. Hey, you feel me? Like, at that point, has a husband. I'm a husband myself. I wouldn't get mad at Will Smith for putting them hands on him. I'm going to be real with you. 
Chris Rock did make some valid points. You know, Will Smith is getting mad at Chris Rock at the Oscars, but you know, no one told Jada to go fuck her son's best friend. She did that. You know, he wasn't the one that said, let's go on Red Table Talk and talk about the entanglement and embarrass this man on national TV. You know, that wasn't Chris Rock's fault. So it's like, so you're putting this anger towards him, but your wife did the most damage to you. And the saying goes, hurt people, hurt people. You feel me? Hurt people, hurt people. And, you know, he, he made some violent points like, you know, the real person you're really mad at is Jada, not me. And you could see the hurt in Chris Rock's face. You could see in his tone and even the mic drop. And after he said, my mama told me never to fight in front of white people. You could see that Chris Rock was still bothered by it. So I see both parts. I feel like Chris Rock had to get this out. Now, like I said, if Will Smith put them paws on you, hey, you call his wife a bitch on the comedy special, hey, I'm just saying, it's free game, my nigga. It's free game. But far as the overall special, I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't go there, you know, hoping to, like, get my laugh on. You know, I was hoping to have moments but to me, it was like, uh, it, that was hype. But I didn't laugh a lot. I chuckled. But most of the time, it was like, oh, all right, I get it. It was certain parts in the comedy special. He was giving out game. I'm not knocking that. But, you know, everybody wanted to hear the whole Will Smith smacking them thing. They want to know how he really feel. Not this and parts in different comedy shows. We might briefly talk about it. We talking about like actually talking about it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, but the overall comedy special, I mean, it was alright, but it wasn't something I would go back to. It wasn't really my thing. So, you know, that's my thoughts on it. You know, I just feel like he had to get it out. Now him calling Jada Pinkett Smith the bitch. Uh if Will Smith decided to really put them hands on you. Like I said, I can't blame him because the issue wasn't about Jada. The issue was really about Will Smith smacking you. But I, you had violent points about like, you know, you did nothing to Will Smith. That was all Jada. She fucked around and was sleeping with August Alcina and and the entanglement and put you on red table talk to address the situation because August Alcina couldn't shut the fuck up about it. So, I mean, I see both parts, but like Chris Rock, once you call his wife a bitch, it shit get real, bruh. Hey, even though I feel you for letting this out, I wouldn't be mad at Will Smith if you pull up on you. But honestly, I don't think Will Smith is really going to do that because he's seen what happened at the Oscars. And... I mean, look how they treated him over one mistake. So I don't think Will Smith is going to really go up there or pull up on Chris Rock and be like, you know what? I'm going to check you. Uh, 
I don't know if you're going to do that. If he does, it will be behind closed doors. But I seriously doubt it. Now, sis, I know you got something you want to talk about. So um, go ahead and do your thing. Okay, so I'm scrolling on Instagram, right? And I see something about Lil Nas X. If y'all don't know who Lil Nas X is, the, you know, the one, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road, ride till I can't no more. Okay, that's him. And, you know, like, um, I guess he's gay or whatever, you know, and he um, posted the picture of him being pregnant or whatever and stuff like that. Or, you know, so now supposedly, I guess he's making a mockery of somebody who's trans or whatever. And he was like, oh, the surgery success. Um, whoever the picture was, they look good if they are trans. They look good. But what I'm saying is this. The trans community, LGBTQ, alphabet soup people that, as I call y'all, no offense, but whatever. Sorry, not sorry. Because y'all add a goddamn letter every motherfucking day I turn around. Every time I open my fucking eyes, it's another letter added to the fucking mix. So, anyway, I guess, um, like, people were saying that he's making a mockery of, of them or making fun of them, of the trans community. Okay, let me tell you something. I love all y'all. If you fuck with me, I fuck with you. Okay? But the gays and the trans and stuff like that, y'all be having y'all's thongs, panties, whatever the hell y'all want to wear, strap-ons, whatever the fuck, y'all be having that shit in a wad. Y'all are so dramatic so sensitive so everything y'all just want to make it a mountain out of, out of a molehill oh what about me what about us oh we're oppressed people no the fuck y'all ain't y'all really and truly are not i mean if you're a black trans person yeah because you know we already have the um target on our back because of our skin color and then, let alone if you're gay or whatever. Okay, yeah, I kind of get it, but I don't. You feel what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, in the black community, being gay is like, oh, my gosh. You know, you're black and then you want to be gay or whatever. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, most of the people, like, in the, like they come out and they was gay in the um, fucking um, church. You know, the choir directors, blah, 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 woo, 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 and so on and so forth, right? So, I mean, yeah. I get it. I completely understand. Okay. You know, uh, you come out the closet. Um, a lot of them, it's the, it's the running joke. Okay. Um, I came out the closet, so I better know how to, how to dress or whatever. What you think I was doing in that closet for all this time? Okay. Whatever. But like I said, I supported all of them. The drag queens, everybody, you know what I'm saying? I have friends that are gay and you know, whatever, lesbian, whatever. Um, non-binary the whole nine yards like i said and i repeat it and i will repeat it again i do not care what your sexual orientation is okay if i fuck with you i fuck with you if you love me i love you i don't care what you do behind closed doors i do not care who you're fucking if it's not affecting me you feel what i'm saying or whatever. I might be like, okay, well, hell, you want to fuck stuffed animals or you want to fuck dogs or whatever. Okay, um, that's kind of creepy and kind of weird. But what you do don't make me shit. You feel what I'm saying? But what I'm saying on the trans people and stuff like that and like the gay community, I'm getting sick and tired of y'all. I'm about to say not broken promises, promises. No, <laughs> I ain't saying that. No, 
But I'm getting sick and tired of y'all always making a mountain out of a molehill. Okay, he he made a joke. Okay, um, some people have a darker sense of humor than others or, you know, like make fun in other ways. I'm kind of one of them where I have like a twisted sense of humor or whatever. It might be um, demented or demonic or whatever. The, the, not, not demonic, but like kind of evil or kind of sick and twisted sometimes. Um, sense of humor and whatnot. It is what it is. But goddamn, y'all, come on, lighten up. If you can't make fun of yourself or, like, make a joke out of yourself, then, like, what's the point of living? Laugh at my pain. Kevin Hart said it best. Laugh at my motherfucking pain. You feel what I'm saying? Like, y'all just make more than what it needs to be sometimes. But anyway, also, I wanted to say this um, about the um, trend. Okay, you know, you, you do what you do and whatnot. But, honey, honestly, sometimes I feel like, nigga, a motherfucker, whatever. Um, honey, if you was born a female and you, um, quote, unquote, changed or transitioned into a male, honey, you still were born under God's green earth and out of your mama's pussy, a female or a male. If you change from um, male to female or female to male, you're still your your birth sex that's like me um talking about oh i'm gonna change into a man uh i'm still under my birth certificate i'm still was born female i'm still going to have the sex organs as a fucking female i'm still going to bleed unless i take them little hormones that the people are taking that they don't have um periods and stuff but they still have a motherfucking womb you feel what I'm saying? Or they still have a fucking penis, unless they cut off their penis. But still, technically, um, you know what I'm saying? They still have the sex organs, whatever. Well, if a man, um, you know, or they can get it tucked in, whatever, like for um, the female surgery. But like, um, if you're born female and like you change into a man, I guess, how, how the hell you gonna have a penis there? I don't fucking know when it was born a when you was born with a vagina, I don't know. Don't really care. It is what it is. But what I'm saying is, like, they want to be all accepted and stuff like that. Oh well, as a trans female, we should be able to to have um tampons and and buy pads for what? Y'all don't even have periods unless y'all making the hormones that make y'all have periods or something like that. I don't fucking know. You know, technology is a motherfucker nowadays. I don't fucking know. But. If you ask me, like, shut the fuck up because y'all don't know about no goddamn woman problems. No real woman problems is what I meant. Or no real nigga problems, okay? Well, but it's mostly, like, these trans women that want to, oh, what about me? Me too. Like, all me too face ass bitches and stuff like that is what I'm saying. Like, no. Like, let the real women, like, they talking about some, something about, oh, it's not inclusive of, um, uh... Uh, like, you know, our sanitary napkins or um, sanitary napkins or pads for y'all slow motherfuckers, okay? Or tampons. Like, oh, well, it should be included for um, for trans. Why? When y'all really don't have the, the mechanism to have a period like a regular woman. I was born, I'm 1,000% female up in this bitch. I done had three kids. I done, I have, I still have periods and stuff. I have breastuses and all that, you know. I, yeah, I say breastuses. I have breasts and the whole nine yards. You know, I am for real a female and stuff. 
and it just irks my nerves a little bit because like these trans people and I'm like you don't know the struggles that a real female has to go through you want to know because you're um you know you transitioned to a female but honey you have no idea you think you know but you have no idea being a female is hard even being a male is hard or not even really knowing what the fuck you want to be is hard enough as it is is what i'm trying to get to but like come on y'all like uh, i love y'all i really do like I said, at the end of the day, I love y'all. I love seeing, um, you know, the drags, the drag queens. And actually, they have a thing called drag kings. Like, females dress up as males. Yeah, and there was this one that, um, like, um, had his hair. Well, um, she had her hair, like R. Kelly and whatnot, believe it or not. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, you live your, you live your life how you want to live it. You live your best life. I'm not God. I'm not Satan. I'm not none of it. I can't, I don't have no heaven or hell to put you in. Is what I'm getting at. But like I said, y'all are so overdramatic and so sensitive and making a mountain out of a molehill. Okay, he did that. He issued an apology and stuff like that. You know, that's pretty much like his audience was the gays or whatever. You know, gas bitch. You know, all that shit or whatever type of deal. Period. You know and whatnot okay he made his money he issued an apology and his apology wasn't good enough i would have said the same thing was suck my ass like he said kiss my ass or whatever he said i would have said it too because goddamn okay i said i was sorry for making the light-hearted joke or whatever and stuff and y'all don't take it then the hell with y'all is what i gotta say but like trans people i'm like especially the women honey y'all have no idea it's all i gotta say on that y'all have no idea the struggles of a of a woman or everyday woman welcome to the real world okay like bruce jenner went into transition and now he's um caitlin jenner and stuff like that welcome to the real world i don't know if he actually had a period or you know technology and like the cramping and stuff like that but he will never be able to like carry a, a child in his womb he created children because he had sperm or he had sperm has sperm or has sperm i don't know if he like just chopped off his pecker when he became Caitlyn, I don't fucking know, but he created, you know what I'm saying? So now he's technically mom and dad kind of thing because he's Caitlyn Jenner. But when he was Bruce Jenner, he had the Jenner children. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's kind of like, okay, kind of confusing, but whatever. It is what it is. And I've seen some other um, trans people that are having kids. Like, now the woman is the man, but carrying the baby because she kept her sex organ. And then the female... Um, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm trying to say. They literally had sex, so it was like kind of like that's kind of confusing because okay, they're both trans, but they have their sex organs and stuff like that, and they created a baby. So it's just like okay, so wouldn't that be considered like heterosexual sex, not homosexual sex? I don't know. That's kind of confusing, but um, yeah. I mean, congratulations to them and whatnot. But yeah, some of y'all, like the trans community and the LBGQ community, plus um, y'all be making more out of it than what it is. I mean, yes, everybody wants respect. Respect is earned, not given. You feel what I'm saying? So let's live together in peace and harmony and love one another regardless okay if y'all accept his apology little nas x is who i'm talking about if y'all accept his apology cool if y'all don't cool if y'all accept me in my apology for whatever i said that might have offended y'all cool if y'all don't cool too
Alright, so I want to talk about this briefly. And um it's about Hit Boy and Hitmaker, aka Young Bird. Now, Young Bird, I'm not gonna call him Hitmaker because I'll tell you why in a second. He was on Hot 97 and he was saying some bold shit on there, like really cocky. Check it out. Y'all got the whole See, but I'm on the radio. Smash. Hit Boy is not on the radio. Oh, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, wait, I was about, I was just picking y'all up as new producers, I didn't even know what this was doing, no, I love Hit Boy, gunshot, gunfire, yo, you knew this, nah, Jim, you knew about this, anything, Hit Boy is a legend, he's a legendary producer, he's been doing it way longer than me, he's a, he's a great guy, but I'm keeping a bean, though, if you play the soundtrack to your life for the last four or five years wow, on radio, yo, man, I know it's got to be frustrating with him because my name is so similar, my brother. But it keeps getting yeah, worse. <laughs> now, nah, shout out to Hit Boy. We love him. You can't do that. After all that, you the shout out at the end does not clean that up. Come on, he knows his genuine love there, man. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, Jim. Somewhere in Somewhere. there. It's definitely some genuine Yo. love. Yo, wow. bro, look I what had, you did, man. Yo, I had no idea, bro. I thought I was <laughs> like, really on some, like, I thought I was really on some, like, bigging up the young producers uh, in the game. Do I got smoke with Big Boy? Do I, I got smoke? Yeah, I don't no. know about Big Boy. Like, I don't got smoke. Like, Yo, Jim, move over there. Like, hey, just move over there. We want to get you Hit Boy records, too. We should contact him and get some Hit Boy records. That won't be on the radio, and we'll just roll. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm just Why talking. I'm just talking. No, 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 Rosenberg, do you hear this? Behavior? Jim, what are you doing? Jim, I'm... you gotta grab grab your man's arm. Tell him to chill. It's competitive, man. Like we all love this so, shit. So you know you're very saying? competitive. Of course. Like I learned from the best. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like Diddy still be on my line right now. I just had an argument with so Diddy less now, than four days now. ago. Now, 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 now. Diddy. In all yeah. fairness, uh -huh. in all fairness. While you have a lot of radio records, yeah, for sure. Hit Boy has a legendary run right a now with Nas, one. and obviously his discography, Grammys, is incredible. And all that. Grammys, yeah. and all that. We don't want them too, though. I mean, Paris. I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't even getting into the comparison. I was just saying for the audience <laughs> yeah. to understand that both of you. While you love the radio, yeah. he's he's doing something that is also. Doesn't necessarily need radio Monumental. to be celebrated. It's great. You know what I mean? So radio is always good though. Radio's great. It's phenomenal. So, so I'm, I'm, I play to the masses though, mainstream, you know. Well, was it but see I I, I want to know how you got to a U verse wow. hit boy thing it's from what I it's not that. I'm okay. just competitive. I just Do I spell like, a versus? Ooh. Ooh, I like where you going, Ooh. bro. We can settle this. We can settle this. We can settle this. We can settle this. He already did one. I said, I, said I said mustard. Tell Za on the zone we got some <laughs> yeah. Za. Big Za. Tell Big Za. Yeah, tell Big Za we got some zones over here for him that want to go to the zone zone. So, Jim, you was a part of a legendary versus. What's the neutral location for for Hit Boy? Hit Makers a Chicago kid. I guess it could go down anyway. Go down to New York, probably, right? Anyway, I would probably say I would give them L.A. Give them both L.A. See, but I'm not really. Uh, this is why I'm going to get Hit Boy his praise, though. 
he's been running longer than I've been running in this type of field. It's you know only what I'm 20 saying? records. Yeah, but, it's only 20. So, it's only I mean, 20. But he's scared of Paris. He's scared of He's got to be nervous. He's only a 20 no, records. I, I love 20 his records. I love his records. I'm thinking about somebody Berg, who you did has this, similarities. We did not have to be <laughs> oh, no, here I mean, in this conversation. It, I mean, I mean. We did not have to be on the way to the verses right there. Yeah, we didn't even have to be here. Nah, I love it, though, man. It's good talk. Yeah. I'm about to go in because y'all remember Young Bird? Remember Trick Trick from Detroit? took that nigga chain that transformer chain back in the day and was passing that shit around like a blunt y'all remember that yeah so it's like hit make i'm gonna be real with you hit boy actually sit in the studio and actually make his beats you don't make your beats my nigga you be in the room you tell the ideas and you have ghost producers Look at the credits. They always say co-produce. So Hitmaker, you don't sit there behind them boards, my nigga, and make the beat. You don't do that. So you can't talk shit to a producer who was under Kanye West who actually do this shit. You're talking about radio hits. Who the fuck still listen to the motherfucking radio? I don't. We off that phase, man. All you do and just find people to sample old school songs, bro. You're not original. Hit Boy can make hits and they go make beats for Nas. Like, Young Bird, you can't do that because you don't have that talent. Yes, you might have an air for music, but if you're not putting that work in, you can't talk. And we can't talk about no verses between you and fucking Hit Boy because let's be real, Young Bird. Let's be real. It will be Hit Boy versus Hit Maker, aka Young Bird and Friends. Because we know you're not making the beat. You might, you maybe might have a loop of a sample. Maybe. But you're not in the studio making the beat. Stop playing yourself, bruh. This is why Trick Trick took your fucking Transformer chain back in the day. You talk too fucking much, my nigga. You don't make the beats, dude. You don't make the beats. You know? Like, stop acting like you really do this. Because I guarantee you, if y'all two was on Instagram Live and they said, hey, make a beat right now on Live, Hit Boy can make that shit in no time. Where you, you can't do that because you don't make the beat. Go on Instagram Live or post a YouTube video of you actually making the beat yourself. We never seen that, bro. We never seen that. You don't make the beat. And I ain't mistaken. You say it yourself. You don't make the beat. You create the ideas. So how can you call yourself a hit maker when you're not making the hit? You get what I'm saying, dog? Like, I get it. You're feeling yourself because you did an album with fucking Jim Jones. And Jim Jones. And I fuck with Dipset. But Jim Jones old as shit. So be real, my nigga. Like, I get it. I get it. But you letting Jim Jones hype your ass up, my nigga. You ain't built like that. And if I'm not mistaken, is it Jim Jones cool with Mano? It did Mano, I think, smack the shit out you, young bird, or put them paws on you? Yeah, bro. I don't forget shit. And I'm not saying, like, Jim Jones is washed up. 
or I'm not gonna use the word old. Let me let me rephrase that. I'm just saying, like, you know, Jim Jones up there in age, bro. This ain't 25, 26 year old Jim Jones, you know. I get it, you know, and I hate the whole terminology just because you're older and hip hop, you can't do it no more. That's not true. Cause I think Jim Jones actually got better as a rapper as he got older. But the album's called Back in My Prom. I mean, come on, your prom been going, my nigga. Like this ain't this ain't this ain't make it rain or none of that shit. Or balling or summer in Miami. Like I can't judge it because I ain't heard it yet. But to have Jim Jones on the cover and Young Burr on the cover, yeah, Young Burr, you didn't do shit, bro. You had other producers do the work for you. Yes, you might create the idea. That's like me telling my wife, hey, you should make chicken like this. But when she made the chicken like that, I might came up with the idea, the recipe, but I didn't cook the chicken, if that makes sense. So you can't sit here and get cocky like you really built like that. And a lot of people be like, well, what about Dr. Dre? The difference between Dr. Dre, he actually can make his own beats and create the idea. So it was different levels. Until Young Bird can actually make a beat by himself, I'm not calling you a hit maker. You don't make the hits. You don't. And I'm being real about it. Like Hit Boy been doing this shit for years. Doing this shit for years, bro. Like he made a lot of fucking hits. Do your research. It's a reason why they call him Hit Boy. And it's funny, young bird, that you want to throw shots at Hit Boy, but you call yourself Hit Maker. So clearly you was influenced by Hit Boy. Because your rap career didn't work out the way you thought it would be. Because you was a fucking clown. And niggas was taking your chain and shit. And passing that shit around like a fucking slut. So you took a break. And you start doing this 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 producing shit. Or made people believe you were the actual producer. But really you just create the ideas. And get producers to make the beat for you. Not the same bro. Not the same so... Cause that mouth of yours was the reason why Trick Trick took your fucking chain in the first place, my nigga. Yeah, I don't forget shit. The real niggas know. So all I'm saying is, take a slice of that humble pie. Cause you ain't built like that. If you got niggas making the beat for you, your name hitmaker shouldn't even be, that shouldn't be your name, bro. Cause you don't make the hits. They do. That's the difference. Alright, my nigga? But yeah, move right along. Sis, take over. Hey, it's your girl, Laniqua, co-host of Stick to the Script Podcast. I am coming to you to tell you about my amazing business venture that I'm doing. It is called Spiritually Yours. Spiritually Yours. And the yours is spelled with a Z instead of an S like usual. Please like and check out my business page on Facebook, Spiritually Yours. So you can book your appointment for a tarot card reading, an oracle card reading, and much, much more. It's more than just tarot cards and oracle card readings. I do candle work, um, affirmations. Uh, I can do love spells, 
uh, make you love potions, whatever, the whole nine yards. And I'm working on getting t-shirts made, so please like and check it out. Thank you and have a blessed day. Spiritually yours. Welcome to the Tea Corner. I'm your host, Mr. Terrence Spokane. And yo, like always, I always wish everybody peace, love, and blessings, and one love. But yeah, every Sunday, I'll be dropping a new episode. So yeah, we're going to have our good times. We're going to have our laughs. We're going to have our real talk. But most importantly, we're going to have our poetry. That's my first love. So yes, tune in to the Tea Corner on every Sunday, a new episode drops. Peace, love, and blessings. One love. And also, if you if you smoke, grab your favorite smoke, and that's chill. Got seven kids and seven baby mamas. Now, for the past few days, I've been going live, telling my story, speaking my truth. And a lot of women having an issue calling me a deadbeat because I tell them I was being irresponsible, yet not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times, they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me. Access denied. Because I, I don't really know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. So don't expect me to be responsible financially, emotional, spiritually, mentally, or physically with some kids I don't want. And I don't give a when nobody think about it, you're not going to force children upon me. Yeah, we both made the decision to lay down and have intercourse. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because I'm not the one that's going to have to carry a baby for nine months. It's the woman. In my opinion, women should be more careful on who they sleep with. Because you're going to be like one of my baby mamas trying to find me so I can financially support a kid I didn't told her or them I did not want. Another thing is these just jump offs. These are the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. The bad minimum, but they gave me access to their body and they think I want to be a, a father to a child for one of them. Like, I don't even have no type of love for these women. How do they expect me to love these children? Before y'all say, oh, he irresponsible, he a deadbeat, he don't take accountability. Yeah, I do. I just don't give a f You ain't gonna force these children on me when I told you I ain't want them. Yeah, I can offer to a pay for abortion, but at what point can I force a woman to go get an abortion? I cannot. A woman say, my body, my choice, but I say, it's my life, my choice. Before y'all try to stitch this and be like, black man this, black man that, I don't give a I really don't. Okay. So I know y'all seen the guy that has seven kids and um, whatnot and like talking about some, oh, well, I'm not paying child support because I didn't want them. I told them that I would pay for an abortion and all this other shit of that nature. Okay. He talking about some, oh, well, I could have pulled out, but I didn't and stuff like that. 
Okay, how about you, like, not have sex or wear a fucking condom? Which, okay, okay, like, yeah, condoms break and whatnot and so on and so forth. But, like, as they say, it takes two to tango, right? And he's like, oh, well, they should have been more careful about who they laid down with. Um, that, no, that's neither here nor there because both of y'all know what, what y'all did. And then now you just don't want to take responsibility, but you have, but okay. The first time you could have been like, damn, okay, well, I ain't gonna let that happen again. But you went and had seven more kids, nigga, like make it make sense. So I guess you was like Pringles. Once I, once I pop, I can't stop type of deal. No, nigga, you need to put on your your big boy draws and take care of your fucking seven kids okay seriously yeah you might be mad because you gotta work and they're gonna take like damn near all your fucking checks to cover all them seven kids or whatever and stuff like that but you had the audacity to talk about some, oh i'll pay for a goddamn abortion for them because i didn't want kids to begin with okay n- nigga abstinence there's a fucking um you know there there's ways that you cannot have kids vas- vasectomy condoms the whole nine yards like seriously he making me he making it like for real he's really pissing me off because i'm like all these niggas out here and stuff like that and then like when the girl tells them that they're pregnant nine times out of ten here's what they do oh okay so what 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 you gonna do about it you gonna keep it or what what you gonna do oh well shit i ain't want no kids anyway by your little stupid ass but you lay down with they stupid ass so Tweedledee and Tweedledum are having Tweedledumber pretty much on the way. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, seriously, like, that is so, ugh. It gets, it, it grinds my gears, so to speak. And, um, like, a lot of these niggas do that and stuff. Just look at Blueface and, um, Krishan Rock. He talking about some, um, she's, she, um, talking about some, man, I'm, I'm thinking about getting an abortion. And then this nigga talking about some, please do. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, I never wanted um, um, Child Protective Services to get a child more than more than this because of um, their history and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? Let the girl be. If she wants to have a, a child by some nothing-ass nigga, I mean, she's rich. But it just burns me and grinds my gears that these niggas be out here just fucking and just having a whole bunch of kids and don't even know them. Just like somebody that I know... Mookie talking about some, oh, I got 19 kids. Nigga, you ain't even got 19 teeth in your motherfucking mouth talking about some, you got 19 kids, but you don't even take care of them, okay? When's their birthdays? What What's their favorite color? What's their names? Can you name all seven doors? Well, 19 doors? Oh, 19 kids and counting face-ass nigga is what I meant to say. Like, can you name all the fucking doors that you have? Oh, um... Fuck tart in the in the 19 dwarfs having ass. Like really, like where we do that at? That that shit just irks my nerves. I'm like, so you just keep on and then he's talking about so oh well after a certain uh um this is Mookie that I'm talking about. After a certain point in time, oh well, um they can't get me for child support, so I just keep so I said fuck it, I just kept on having kids. Really? Y'all niggas be on some other fucking stupid ass shit. Like, oh well, I might as well just go ahead and, and keep on populating sound like fucking um goddamn nick cannon which okay on death lines as well too nick cannon yeah he has a whole bunch of kids and stuff like that there's like man he need to get a fucking vasectomy or he needs to um 
like uh wear condoms or whatever because but i'm like mind you nick cannon takes care of his kids and he rich these hoes ain't so yeah make it make sense to me if you can't afford to keep on having these kids stop having them i mean yeah there's government assistance like i like i can talk or whatever but i after three three and done i got a goddamn um um my tubes tied I got a tubal, whatever it's called. I my tubes are tied. Yeah, they talking about some um because of how they did it. They can come undone or whatever, or the clamp can come out or whatever and stuff like that. So yeah, but I went and and like very very basically I sterilized myself. I can't have no more kids unless there's a slim chance that um like my um tubes can come undone. Other than that, I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna keep on populating the earth and doing this and doing that. And I'm still a single mother, and I'm still um, out here, you know what I'm saying? Trying to collect child support and, like, doing it by myself without no fucking baby daddy or, like, you know, no helpmate. Well, um, like I said, um, you know, um, now only two of my um, baby daddies, they actually, like, paying child support. Well, yeah, it's two of them. Um, my, my oldest, Charles Ballard, but it's only $66 a fucking month. Bi-weekly. $66 bi-weekly. Ooh. Okay, whoopie goddamn do. And Charles is damn near 18. He's 16 years old. You feel what I'm saying? So he owes back pay. But then this hoe kept on having kids as well, too. By some little um trailer park trash-ass white girl and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't like her. And if I see her and she want to talk funky to me face-to-face, she can she going to catch these hands. Okay, on God. Okay, but anyway, that's neither here nor there, or whatever. And um, like he kept on having kids, and I'm like, and then at one point in time, she's like, oh well, because I wanted to do something, or whatever. She's like, oh well, you're taking money out of my kids' mouth and blah blah blah. I'm like, bitch, how? You knew that this nigga had kids before hand okay i'm not taking a goddamn thing out of nobody's motherfucking mouth you just mad because your little punk ass he ain't working and basically you're the one trying to pay the goddamn child support and trying to support him you and these fucking kids but you keep on spreading your goddamn leg because if i from last i seen y'all done had another baby another motherfucking newborn so make it make sense if you know he ain't shit and ain't doing shit for his fucking kids, oh, well, he's a good father. Yeah, to the one that he's with. Don't you want him to be a good father to all of his kids, stupid broad? Like, really, where we do that at? Where we do that at? That is so fucking retarded as hell. I'm like, if you know a nigga got kids, be like, okay, so what's your baby, what's your relationship like with your baby mama? Like, what's your relationship like with your fucking kids? Because I ain't about to lay down with no sorry ass, nothing ass, um, punk ass baby daddy, or you know what I'm saying, or man. I I would say boy because yeah, that's pretty much what they are, boy. Because that ain't no goddamn man behavior or no king behavior on everything, a story. But yeah, I mean that's how these niggas do nowadays, and it's not just niggas. I say niggas because niggas to me can be any fucking race. Whatever, because like even white people do it, and you know, oh well, I didn't want the baby no how, and blah blah blah. And it's just like nobody nowadays, like you know, when a person is pregnant, they just like, oh okay, or the man is just like, oh okay, you know what I'm saying? It's not like how you used to see back in the day, or whatever, like when um they announced their pregnancy and everybody's all excited. Like most of the time, 
it's either the woman that's that's looking miserable about announcing her pregnancy, or it's the man, or it's both of them. They're like, damn, I done fucked up, or whatever type of deal. Okay, everybody fucks up, but like, either own up to your responsibility or don't. Like, you know, but I'd rather you own up to your motherfucking responsibility than don't own up to your motherfucking responsibility. Because it's too many, like, motherless, fatherless, just less people out here. You feel what I'm saying? They can be homeless, fatherless, motherless, brotherless, you know, the whole nine yards and whatnot. But I'm like, it's just, come on. As they say, when you know better, you do better. Work smarter, not harder. All he had to do was get put on a fucking condom and stuff. Stop populating the earth like that if you don't want to. How about that? I got something to say about this because this, this kind of shit right here, it really pissed me off to see men, especially black men, with this fucking mentality, all right? Now, you know if you have an unprotected sex with the woman, you know you're leaving a huge responsibility. You feel me? And I don't want to hear that fuck shit about what I told her and blah. I don't want to hear that bullshit. As a man, if you're responsible to have unprotected sex, regardless of the situation take care of your seeds because when them kids get older and see this they're gonna be like damn that's how you feel about us it's really fucked up because the things he was saying bro like really you a fuck nigga for that you know what i mean like you really a fuck nigga and i'm never the type to down my own people i'm never the type but if you're doing some fuck shit I can't support that. I really can't. Because as a man, regardless, you have a responsibility. So when these kids get older and they see that shit, don't try to make amends and be like, you know, I was in a different space. You know, you know, I wasn't really there in the head. I'm sorry. Cause no, they're gonna see that shit and not gonna fuck with you. And in the words of Gichi Gotti, nigga, you was a bitch. And I say that because if you didn't want kids, put a fucking condom on. It's that fucking simple. But now you want to go raw, dog. I don't care if they wanted you to fuck them raw. You should have been like, look, I don't want no kids. Let's have protective sex. No, you want to be a dummy and fuck them raw, dog. Shoot the club up. And then when it be in your feelings, because they got pregnant, but you don't want to take care of that responsibility. And wonder why these kids grow up so fucked up. Because of niggas like you not taking care of your responsibility. It's not that fucking hard, my G. It's not, yo, it's not that hard. Take care of your responsibility. Yes, it takes two. But the fact you like, fuck it, I ain't taking care of these kids, you on your own, that's some selfish shit. That's some selfish shit right there. And I can't condone that, bro. Like, that irks me. Like, I'm a father of two. I would never leave my kids abandoned. You heard me? Like, the fuck is wrong with you? You a bitch-ass nigga. Like, you'll type of nigga if I see in the street, I will punch you in your fucking face. Real talk. Those babies don't deserve that shit. They don't. And you putting that video out? Man, when they get older and see that shit... You're going to look real stupid. 
And when them babies get older, you're going to be the same nigga sitting there like, yo, I made a mistake. You know, I'm so sorry. I wasn't a man then. I was still trying to find myself, man. Fuck all that shit. And you wonder why all these black queens is so, you know, bitter and angry. And they be like, niggas ain't shit. Because of niggas like you. And all the good men who do their work, who take care of their shit, they get hell for it because of trust issues. How can you expect these black queens to really sit here and trust niggas when you got fuck niggas like him doing shit like this? I can't get mad at them. Niggas like you gotta do better. You have seven babies with seven different females. Be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. Now, I don't know if they all black. I I'm just assuming. But regardless what race they are, you wonder why a lot of these females are so bitter. They're so angry. Shit like that, bro. Shit like that. And it's like, why? Why would you post a video about that? Like, why? The same way these babies need their mothers, they need their fathers. And that's black men. I'm talking to black men. You lay up with these females, take care of your responsibility. I don't give a fuck how much you beef with the female, how much I don't get along. It's not about that. It's about these kids. And these kids growing up with no fathers is some bullshit. Hold yourself accountable. It's that fucking simple. Don't be no fuck nigga and make a video on your fucking feelings. Talk about, yeah, I, I told her I ain't taking care of no kids. And what the fuck he was saying? It's some bullshit. It's some bullshit. You're a fuck nigga for that. Regardless, you're a fuck nigga. And I could tell he's one of them dudes that pillow talk. No, nah, I'm going to take care of you. I got you. Just to fuck raw. Like, niggas is that fucking petty. And it's fucking sad. It's fucking sad because you know females are emotional creatures. Not saying they're not smart. But when they like a guy and they think that guy is really good and got potential, they're going to fuck with it. But the problem with these niggas, man, they be fucking lying. These fuck niggas are really good actors. They can make you believe they good to get some pussy. And they have these babies and want to be fucking deadbeats. That shit pissed me off. Like, I'm pissed off because I got kids. Never, never been on no shit like that. I wasn't raised that way. I'm going to leave it like this because... This shit really pissed me off and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it like that. And for all the females out there, watch out for the warning signs for these fuck niggas. If you got friends giving you game, letting you know like, hey, something about this dude ain't right, take that advice. I don't care if it's your homeboy, your homegirl, your cousins, your uncles, your aunts, whatever. If they giving you game, and they got a funny feeling about the dude you're fucking with, take key. Don't be like, oh, I love him. He treats me good. Because niggas like that were like 
fuck with you or basically mom fuck you and make you believe they the one and get what they want to get and they fucking going like this nigga on some fuck shit so watch out ladies watch out for the warning signs and be careful if you got people that loves you that's giving you game and telling you like look something ain't right with this dude he, he's off and something ain't right take that advice not only that but if you have a gut feeling listen to yourself listen to yourself take your own advice and don't just you know go for it because you think it might work out or you think he might be good if you feel iffy about it leave it alone leave it alone because that could be a sign telling you he ain't the one for you and he ain't shit Saving money with Groupon is crazy simple. I can buy all my beauty appointments even when my hands are busy. Now, some people gonna like this commercial for the wrong reasons. Download the app and save. Russell. Groupon. Stop it. And I don't want to talk about this nigga, bro, but he be doing the fucking most. And I'm talking about Mr. Baldy. Pump, pump, pump it up. Joe Button. Running his mouth once again. He always got something to say. It's like the bigger his podcast got, the more he opened his big ass fucking mouth. He was like that as a rapper. So this ain't no different. But he got an issue with logic once again. Man, let me play this shit because I just fight Joe Button be doing the fucking most. But yeah, check this out. Damn, logic. <laughs> you logic. I hate to continue to make a career at your expense. I don't hate it, actually. <laughs> I'm glad that I have a little list of you that I get to. <laughs> That's horrible to say. One day I'm going to grow up. Logic, I beg of you. I'm pleading with you. Please join me in retirement. Never step near a recording device again. Throw your phone in the ocean. Be allergic to microphones. Promise your fans nothing. Don't go to the studio ever again. You are the worst, yo. You are really, really bad. And then when we think he can't get any worse, you have the bright idea of doing an ice cube flip. No, wait, that was logic you played? Flag. Throw the flag. Throw the flag. Is, is he, I didn't even hear that the first time. Is I didn't he, hear that either. Is he black? Is he allowed to say nigga? Who gave him that pass? Whoever nitty. No, Weapon Eddie would have left him in. Now what? Now what you got to say? that pass. Who is he? Logic. I need to see a picture because I'm, I'm with Flip. I have no idea who. Sensibility. We don't, we don't know that song. Reason. Shout to, no. shout to reason. Ration, rational. Let's okay. get a picture of Logic for Mel, please. All right. I, I, while y'all show Mel a picture of Logic, so Logic says that he's half black, Flip. And a lot of his records, right? And in a lot of his interviews and anywhere that he gets a chance. Uh, oh. If you have to continue mm. to defend your blackness, you not black. <laughs> you not. Logic says that his dad is black. Have we seen his dad? He hadn't seen his dad. <laughs> yeah. oh, they just told him. Yo, he yo, has yo, no Duke idea. Yeah, he just saw a couple pictures, heard at the family reunion. <laughs> you know your dad black, right? A word? He heard that, he heard that from the niggas in the hood. Mm, the, he's not 
He so, but listen, 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 because I don't want I don't, I don't want them to think that I'm race baiting here. Mm-hmm. I am not. Let me make my problem with logic very clear because people be confused. Logic is just not himself. I just think that logic should be himself. He he panders to the black community every other second. Well, if that's the problem with panderers, is that they always got to find something new to pander to. I had a beef with him since he did that one eight hundred mental health number shit. The suicide. Mm-hmm. I thought that was disgusting, but I could have been wrong. But ever since then, all of that Martin Luther King, we have a dream, freedom fighter speech shit he be trying to do, I don't buy it. Now, I could be wrong in that. Why don't you buy it? Where do I begin with why I don't buy it? I don't know where to begin with why I don't buy it. If you, I think that if you have to do so much pandering to make someone believe it, then I think you're trying to make yourself believe it. And if you're trying to make yourself believe it, then I think that maybe you had trouble with identification growing up. Okay. And if you had trouble with identification growing up, then I think that that stems from somewhere like a lack of a parent presence or somewhere else. But you weren't born with that. You got that from somewhere. So, so him telling me his dad is black, that, that don't really say nothing to me. Mm. Could it Doja Cat telling me her dad is black don't tell me nothing right that Mm. don't tell me that you identify with your father's experience or that side of you you were raised by your white parent went to white schools around white kids in a white part of town you were white 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 so don't get a record deal now Mm -hmm. and beat me down with your struggles when you get pulled over I get that I'm not the race police but Mm -hmm. I don't think that logic struggles when he gets pulled over and there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. but don't put it in a song yeah if every song is yo I'm black like y'all he does reverse he does this reverse thing yo when I went to school they bullied me and I'm sure that Mm -hmm. I believe that I believe that. But when he says it, he says it as if it's on equal footing with the black yeah, the struggle. Shit, the shit and that experience. you went through, it, yeah. it doesn't compare. Yeah, not, I'm not, not saying, saying there's not, a, there's not a, a mixed kid, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, what's the upbringing, like shit mm-hmm. that they go through mm-hmm. growing up. There is. But yeah. it ain't, it, it, it ain't, it's not this. At, according to that, that's man. some of my problem with logic. This ain't Joe Button first time. Talking about logic. I mean, he been talking about this dude for years. And this is my issue with Joe Button. Alright. Just because you retired from rap doesn't mean you gotta tell logic to retire from rap. If that's what logic wanna do, let him do that shit, bro. If you wanna be a podcaster because you don't wanna rap no more, that's on you. But my issue is is like why you keep talking about him. And I get the whole thing because that was my issue with logic with the whole like um, being accepted, you know, that he's half black. So you want to be accepted. And that's always been my my thing with logic It's like, nigga, be you. J. Cole was half black, but you don't see J. Cole sitting there talking about, oh, I'm half black. Blah, J. Blah, I want to be accepted. No, J. Cole being J. Cole. Logic. He had that issue for years. He's been doing that. So I feel Joe Button on that. The thing with Joe Button is, it's like, he gets on this platform and want to say shit just because he can. He felt like it's easier 
to talk about these situations on the podcast instead of him going to the studio and actually writing these down in verses. But it's like no one asks you. I get it. I do a podcast. Speak what's on your mind. I 100% get that part. But your issue with logic has been going on for years. If you have an issue with logic, you got the platform. How about you get in contact with logic management and be like, look, bro, let's have a sit down talk and let's talk as men. And if you feel a certain way about it, have that conversation with him, whether it's on your podcast, his platform or behind closed doors. Because now you looking like that old ass man that hates on everything. Just because you stop rapping doesn't mean he got to stop rapping, bro. Whatever issue you have with logic, you talk to that man. And he doesn't want to come to your platform. I don't blame him. Why would anybody come to your podcast after you talk shit about them for years? I wouldn't come to your podcast either if I was in logic shoes. Nigga, fuck you. So I feel logic on that. And this ain't me talking about the situation to get Joe Button attention. I get two fucks. I'm not in Joe Button shoes. I don't have the platform like Joe Button. Let's be real. Joe Button was a rapper before he became a podcaster. So it was a lot more easier for him to get on than me. It's two different things. So I'm not talking about this to be like, oh, let's go viral. I get two fucks about this. Cause honestly, I have nothing to lose. So I get two fucks. I ain't got no sponsorships. You know, ain't nobody paying me for this shit. I'm doing this for the love of being a podcaster. I'm not saying Joe Button don't have the right to have that same freedom. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you're going to speak on the man, you had that platform. Try to holler at that man. Bring him on your platform. Go to his platform, whatever. And y'all can have that conversation face to face if you bother by the shit logic does because right now you that old retired bitter ass rapper that's mad at everything and you wonder why these young kids call us old heads or we be hating because of niggas like you because of niggas like you like stop it my nigga because now i honestly think you're doing this shit to gain more attention like no one's stupid I mean, Joe Button, the same nigga that got a man purse. The fuck, nigga? Like, don't get me wrong. Joe Button, as a rapper, he can spit. I ain't taking nothing away from Joe Button. I'm not. I'm no hater. But the nigga do shit because he feel like he can. He feel like his, his opinion is valid. And it's not, my nigga. Not everything you say, niggas gonna agree on. Same thing with my platform. Might be a little bit smaller than yours. <laughs> Yo, hold up. That's a fucking pause. I ain't mean that way. But that's a hella pause moment. But you get what I'm saying. Like, you have a successful platform. My platform is more on the underground level. So, I ain't got shit to lose. I ain't trying to be cool. Ain't no motherfucker in my ear to say, Hey, knowledge. Talk your shit. No, this is me. And I'm not going to change that. You, 
I just feel like you just say this shit because you know it's gonna go viral. You know people's gonna talk about it. You know what the fuck you doing. You know what you doing. So I'm like, if you have the power to get in contact with Logic, do it and have that conversation with that man so it could be an understanding why you feel the way you feel. If not, then why you keep mentioning this dude every time he drop an album you got something to say like we all know about logic being half black and him wanting to be accepted by the black community we we dog we already know that we already know that shit and i discussed this in season two <clears throat> i mean season one i mean about logic in this situation you know but the thing about me i know how to talk about shit and leave the fuck alone. Not Joe Button. When he talks about shit, he might leave it alone for a little bit and he'll come right back to it. But I think it's like it's stupid shit because it's like you have that platform to reach out to do have that conversation. Logic know who Joe Button is. Let's be real. So you can have that conversation with that dude. And I went I can't blame Logic. If he doesn't want to come on your platform, come you talk shit about the man. But at least try to have that conversation and say, let's talk to get a better understanding. If not, if it doesn't work out, stop talking about the nigga. Let it be. Let it be. You feel me? I want to mention this too. Like, I was online, right? And someone I posted about you no know, that piff shutting down for good so i do my google research and i'm like no i got songs and mixtapes and all that shit on there that i need to download on my hard drive and i'm like oh shit they shut down for good but then my homeboy jay millie he was like it was a rumor that the uh that piff is not shutting down but it made me think like y'all remember them that piff days if you young you might not understand like when that piff was in his prom bruh different ball game different ball game i mean like that was the only website like you get all the hottest mixtapes from and if you was an artist you could put your mixtape on it and you could get hot off that shit way before apple music spotify title all that shit like back in them days it was like our spotify our title that makes sense our apple music you know back when like before artists would drop a uh album they would drop a mixtape and that shit would go that piff yo and that shit was hot depending on the artist man it's a wrap and like i said if you was like a up-and-coming artist or uh or artists that trying to rap or sing or whatever, you put your shit on that piff, and I'm gonna be real. People gonna be honest with you. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like a bad thing. It was like, you know, it's not like today era where like you post a comment and everybody wanna cancel you. Nothing like that. You know what I mean? It's like if your shit was hot, it was hot. If it wasn't, then you know, hey, then hopefully you had tough skin today era y'all a little too you know emotional when people keep it real with y'all but 
yeah that piff man oh man i had so many mixtapes on there like i gotta stop bullshitting and download some of that shit because man i got so much shit on there yo like and, and i went back on there and it takes me back to that moment to that time it's like yo it was really feel good moments yo like it really i can't explain it bro it was like it wasn't like now like where everybody's so picky with shit it was like you could put your music on there you don't give a fuck if people like it or not you just felt free it felt good you know what i mean like it was a different time it was nothing like it i'm just glad that you know that piff is not shutting down because i feel like even though it might not be popping the way it used to be it's so much classic stuff on there it's like you can't get rid of that shit. You got to keep it just for the culture. So shout out to that Piff. You know, y'all changed the game for real, for real. I'm going to be real with y'all. Y'all changed the game. I'm talking about like, as far as online streaming, y'all was the first to kind of do that shit that I know of. Because I ain't hear about live mixtapes to after that Piff. But that Piff was our online streaming. And they changed the game because it was like, you have to worry about going to the, you know, the bootleg, man. You remember that? And getting mixtapes. You could download that shit off your computer. It was a different time. And LimeWire started that shit. I mean, I know Napster was a thing, but LimeWire was the one that kind of was the foundation of that. And then that piff came along. And it was like, people say YouTube, but YouTube wasn't really... It was like that, but it was it was still up and coming. But that piff, man, it changed the fucking game, yo. This shit right here makes me laugh because I feel them on this. And me being from New York do not change how I feel about this. So Danny Brown, Detroit rapper Danny Brown, um, I think on his podcast was talking about New York drill music and New York drill rappers. I want to say what's up with um, New York drill music. Why all these niggas sound like Batman? <laughs> I come here to give me the hit. <laughs> all these niggas rap like Batman Beyond now, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas, man? What? That shit ain't fire. Yo, this one caught me off. You know what I'm talking about now? Y'all don't want to be like a demon. I hit him in the ass. Nigga, nigga, you 16. Your balls ain't even dropped yet. You ain't even got a deep voice yet. These niggas rapping like villains. Like, I'm hit him. I'm hit him. Smoking on ops. <laughs> Smoking on ops. They angry, man. They Shut angry. up. And honestly, I feel Denny Brown on that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't want niggas to think because I'm from New York. And I'm supposed to stick with everything New York. No, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. New York was not known for drill music. That was Chicago type shit, bro. I'ma keep it real with you. Bro. That's Chicago shit. Pop Smoke, God rest his soul. When he did drill music, he did his shit differently though. It was still drill music, but it had a swag to it. You know what I mean? Drill music now in New York, it just, I don't know. I was never a fan. Even when Pop Smoke was alive, I was never a fan. But you could tell Pop Smoke was different. Now it's like, they all sound the same. 
all sound the same. I'm like, why y'all niggas screaming for? And it got to the point where niggas in New York who does the drill music is beefing on some Bloods and Crips type shit. I think um in the Bronx, I can't think of the, the, the rap group name. Don't get it twisted. Um, One of the drill rappers got stabbed in the subway in the Bronx, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I got my story wrong. And one of the the rappers, this basically like made a song, basically mocking the death of his op. And shit like that bothers me because it's like, you know, hip hop ain't fun no more. When I was doing, you know, music and loving hip hop, man, it, it was. Don't get me wrong, it was gangster shit. Don't get it twisted. But it wasn't like, you know, we were disrespecting the dead. It's like, if we had an issue with that person, it was an issue with that person. But today is like, you see these drill rappers, they talking about they op dead homies. They making a mockery of they dev. You know, they sitting here doing videos in front of a grave site, like disrespectful shit. And, and playing with the dead, it is something you don't do, and that's very fucking sickening. You got to be a sick person to do some shit like that. I'm not a fan of NY drill music. I think the shit is horrible. I think it's stupid. I think it's fucking pointless. It's not New York. It's not. That's a Chicago type shit. I even give props to London. I think London actually made the drill music sound better. But it's not really, it's not a New York thing. Now I want to talk about this one dude in the interview. When he was sitting there like a New York people trying to black Chicago. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Because it's like, if you want to talk about the drill music, I'll give you that. Well, we talking about style, fashion, whatever the case with me, just the whole culture. New York is not trying to black Chicago. I give you the drill music part, so stop the bullshit. I, I just want to speak on that because niggas got it fucked up. Now, do I agree with certain New York rappers copying the sound of like Southern rappers and, and maybe the Chicago drill music? I'll give y'all that. But far as the culture in New York, the culture who built this shit, stop it. Ain't nobody trying to be like Chicago. Let's be real. Ain't nobody trying to be like Chicago. If you want to talk about drill music, all right, you got a point on that one. But if we're talking about the culture, the culture who built this shit, New York ain't copying nobody. Them taking drill music for Chicago and making their own style, that's the new generation type shit. But I'm talking about just the foundation of hip hop was in New York. Yes, yeah, because it started in Jamaica. That's a long story. But I'm talking about just pitting the shit all together. That's New York. Point blank. Now, getting back to this drill music in New York. I don't like it because it's just a way for the industry to destroy young black men to make a profit out of it. You know, it's sad because it's like 
That's not hip hop. Ain't nobody saying you gotta be super lyrical or be a backpack rapper. But it's like when you making music to the point where it's violent, that's not hip hop, bro. That's not. When you're talking about when I see you, I'ma kill you or it gets to the point when the shit be real. And these niggas 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. These are young dudes. I remember growing up, man. I had OGs that would tell you, yo, don't get in these streets, man. Be better. Where the fuck the OGs at now? Where the fuck are they at now? These niggas dying too young over stupid shit. Over pride. Pride would get you killed, nigga. Pride would get you killed. We gotta chill with that dumb shit, man. We gotta do better. These kids and these rappers are dying over stupid shit, man. Every fucking time. And this this beyond the New York drill music. I'm talking about hip hop, period. The shit gotta stop, bro. The shit is fucking ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense and it pisses me off because it's like I got a son who's about to turn 17. He's about to be a senior. He's not into that dumb shit. He's damn near close to a four-point GPA. He can graduate early next year if he want to. He go to school. You know, he work on the weekends with my wife. Come home, he make music. Or he play the PS5. He not into that shit. You know why? Because it's called guidance. And as black men, we got to show these young boys guidance, man. Because if you don't show them guidance, they're going to fuck around and get lost. So the blame is on us, the OGs. I'm an OG now. The blame on us. We can't blame the white man or the industry. We got to blame us. Because we got to show these young dudes, yo, you can move better than that. That ain't the way. You can get money without doing that dumb shit. If we're not doing that, it's going to be an ongoing issue. It really is. And that shit pissed me off because it's like, that's not hip hop, my nigga. We're dying over stupid shit. Stupid shit. These niggas ain't even turned 18 yet. And they dying over what? Pride. Pride. Proving a point for what? I know what I'm about to talk about next is real old. Maybe like eight months ago. When T-Pain has something to say about Tupac Shakur. Now you know I'm a Tupac fan. I don't play that shit. So. Listen, I told Drake I hate every song he's ever done with Jay. I hope he never does another one. You're the worst <laughs> For real. Bro, come on, man. That's where he learned it from. That's Drake where he learned nerd. it from. And this is, bro, can you imagine? Now, 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 imagine, imagine, imagine if, if Instagram and Twitter was popping like it is now when Jay was doing his thing. That is true. Come on, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I imagine if Instagram and Twitter were popping, like when Pac was like beefing, like imagine how entertained that would have been. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like, yeah, and this going to be, this going to be some bullshit. And Pac would have got killed sooner. People going, people going, nah, not Pac wouldn't have got, yeah. Oh, you know what? Pac would have got killed sooner. Yes. And, yes. and, yes. and, yes. and, yes. and. And he would have got his ass ate the fuck up. Lyricism wise, 
Pac would have got fucking ridiculously murdered. Because it's, well, because it's niggas out here for real. Bro, Pac was the crazy lyricist at our time because ain't nobody else have no platform. Yo, I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm going to disagree respectfully with that just because look at what drill music is now. Like, fuck lyrics. It's all about disrespect. And when you say, yo, that's why I fucked your bitch, you that's fat what, motherfucker. No, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's but that's what I'm saying. If the, if the platforms would have been what they are now, fuck would have got ate the fuck up. Bro, do you see, you you yourself posted shit. Do you see how many rappers die? I'm from Atlanta. I don't seen a lot of niggas die. Do you see how many oh, rappers die? Oh, it's a lot. <laughs> Come on, it's nigga. a great amount. Come on, nigga. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm not saying I'm not saying the 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 amount of death, nigga. I'm just saying that shit that what what we look at as Pac's greatest lyrics right now is is peanuts to what we hear today. No, you're right. But but listen, I've always looked at Pac more as a poet more than really just a true lyricist or Oh MC. yeah, well no no Pac is a a full fucking poet. Pac was one like if not the one of the greatest lyricists at the time. There you but go. if we would have had social media back then and everybody would have been able to have their opinion, there would have been way the fuck more disrespectful niggas at the time. And niggas would have been dying. Niggas would have been dying to be more disrespectful than Pac. Yo, Payne, why sound like you're trying to tell me like yo niggas would have been jacking Pooh Shiesty over Pac if they came out there the same era, bro? Like what? what oh, bro, they would have, bro. Nigga, would they have not? <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, more, bro, 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 bro. That's why if, I if, fucked if, you if a Pac, bitch. Like, come Pac, on, how about this? Yo, I get Pac it. Pac was wasn't saying if, he's smoking on niggas, but that's basically bro. saying that back then. If Pac was alive right now. They would have discredited everything he would have said just because he was old. That's it. He would have been saying the same thing as the young niggas, but it would have been less credit because he was old. Talk to me nice. Tell me that shit wouldn't be the, the motherfucking truth, bro. Well, yeah, Tell me it, it wouldn't. If he was older, yeah, like, would they discredit everybody? Nigga, with that's what I'm saying. If Pac was alive right now. Yo, hold on. Let me ask you a question. It would have been 20 years later. Right, let me and ask he would have been talking. He would have been talking that same shit that he been talking from the beginning. But somebody younger would have came and talked that shit a little more disrespectful. Would have fucking stepped on somebody's grave, and then that would have been the new nigga. And then all of a sudden, Pac would have been out of fucking Hold style on. again. Pain. Pain. When it comes to hip hop and age and ageism, is always a factor. I'm asking you: Did you ever feel there was a time that you're like, yo? You know what? Like people are gravitating to either, or they're not getting what I'm saying because I'm aging in this shit. No, 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 no. It's not about. It's not that you're not saying the right things. It's not that I'm not saying the right thing. It's not that Pop wouldn't have been saying the right things. It's just. It's literally the fact that there's a new thing happening, and the only thing that you gotta do to make people. Get on that new thing is to make them feel bad about being on the old thing still. That's it. It's like this. I'm going to be real. Everybody got something to say about Tupac. They feel like they're better than Tupac or, or fucking they're the next Tupac. They always got Tupac name in their mouth. Now, T-Pain, you fucking know better, dude. You know damn well Tupac was still alive today. Oh, he was in this era, he would kill this shit. Name a motherfucker who will lyrically kill Tupac. Like in rapping. Name me one. 
come on, bro. Be real with yourself. I know this is old, but I never got a chance to talk about it. And it's like, T-Pain, niggas still talk about Tupac to this day. Nigga, if you go to overseas to this day, they got Tupac t-shirts, diehard Tupac fans. You go overseas, ain't nobody think about no fucking T-Pain. And I'm being really honest. That's a fact. Tupac is, is, is a different breed. And I feel like he said that shit because I feel like T-Pain. I mean, musically, T-Pain ain't the same T-Pain that was back in the day. I'm not going to knock T-Pain music. He had some bangers back in the day. I'm not going to knock the dude. He's talented as fuck. I'm not knocking him. But when it comes to Tupac, nigga, know your fucking place. And you from that era like me, bro. So why would you say dumb shit like that? It's like niggas say dumb shit when they get on DJ Vlad or talk to academics. It's like y'all say stupid shit. It's like T-Pain, you from that era, my nigga. You know, you know Tupac was different. You the gay Tupac Instagram in today's era? Back when he was that age? Bruh. Bruh. You think Tupac was wild then? Get Tupac Instagram <laughs> around that time, bro. Different. It's like you're doing your podcast thing, my nigga. That's cool. But it was like you were just saying shit just because you could say shit. It didn't make sense to me like, you know, you from that era like me. So why the fuck would you say that about Pac? Like, nigga. Come on, let's be real here. A lot of these rappers are inspired by Pac. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real, bro. Pac changed the fucking game and the culture. Like, niggas still talking about Pac. You go online right now on YouTube, you will hear a new story about Tupac. Like, that shit is crazy, yo. So when T-Pain said that shit, I'm like, bro, number one, you have no right to say that shit. Number two, you didn't really make any sense because you know in reality, that shit wouldn't happen. Pac was a different beast. Pac was different. Like, Pac speak to your soul. Like, you can relate to Pac. And it's like, bro, come on, man. Come on. Come on. Pac came up in the fucking 90s, yo, like, and was doing this thing. Today era? Bro, come on, man. This is a cakewalk for him. This is a cakewalk for Tupac in today era. And I ain't talking about the good rappers. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about them trash-ass rappers. And the reason why I call them trash-ass rappers, I ain't gonna be in the Melly Mel shit and be knocking these niggas, you know, whatever. Do your thing. It's not my cup of tea. But it's like, for T-Pain to say that shit, it's like, bro, I really believe after he was done with the academics interview, he was like, why I say that dumb ass shit? <laughs> you know, I'd be like, why I say that dumb ass shit? I know he had to think that, bro. Like, why did I say that? But niggas get caught in the moment. Maybe he was high, smoking that good, good. Had a little drink in the system, you know? But it's like, T-Pain, come on. Come on, bro. T-Pain lucky I'm talking about this now because 
If I were to talk about this shit when it first came out, oh, I had so much ammo on this nigga, bro. I about to be on some battle rapper type shit. You know what I mean? Real aggressive. But I waited for that. Gave it time. And, you know, niggas say dumb shit just because they can. And I really felt like it was on some clout type shit. Because he know if you talk about Tupac, that shit is going to hit the fan. That that shit going to get people attention. He knows that. I don't think T-Pain is a dumb dude. Like, he knows that shit. So it was like, it's eight months later. He had a moment. Maybe the weed was too good. The drink was going too good. He was saying this bugged out shit. If he believed that to this day, he's fucking stupid. I'll be real with you. And, you know, I'm not one of them dudes that be like, oh, oh, you fucking whack T-Pain. I'm, I'm not one of them dudes because just because a man has an opinion about something doesn't mean I'm going to take away his talent. You feel me? They ain't me. I ain't that kind of dude. But I thought it was very corny of T-Pain to say dumb shit like that, knowing damn well everything that came out of his fucking mouth was not true. Nowhere near not true. I, it was all cap to me. It was clout. I'm not going to lie to you. He knows saying that shit will get people attention. Like, he's not a dumb dude. Like, he know what the fuck he's doing. So it was a moment. It's all good. But we all know Pac was that nigga. We know that. Come on, yo. Alright, and, and this one more thing I want to talk about too. And this this right here gets on my nerves. And it's about old school rapper Melly Mel. You know, Mr. Don't push me cause I'm close to the edge. If you know, you know. He has an issue with some of these new school rappers. And some of the things he's been saying, I can't agree on. I saw one, and it was one, you know, interview he did with the art dialogue. And I remember the art dialogue when he was just a, a, a regular ass nigga. I don't know how he blew up. I remember this dude was doing this Tupac videos, and this way before that Tupac movie came out. So, I mean, I don't know how he blew up. Could do had no personality whatsoever. But, I mean, I ain't knocking this hustle. Do you? But, he was saying shit about, he was asking him about the top 50 list and who the top five and shit like that. And, I think number two was um, Christian Lamar. And number three was Nas. Melly Mel had the balls to sit there and say, and it's only one. It's only one of them. It's not even everything. Had the ball to sit there and say, mentioning Nas and Kendrick Lamar, it's just another nigga talking shit. It's just niggas that's talking shit. Basically saying, what have they done or what have they said for you to take whatever come out their mouth seriously? That's why the streets are fucked up. This is coming out of Melly Mel mouth. This what confused me about this nigga. This ain't the first time Melly Mel has hate on rappers that came after him. This is Nas and Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and rappers like that. 
These are not rappers who just talk shit to be talking shit. Now, him mentioning K Dot, but he the same nigga that sat there and said, I don't hear no Kiss Lamar on the radio in the club. But then again, I never listened to a whole Kiss Lamar project. So if that's the case, why the fuck you're talking about Kendra Lamar, nigga? Like, like, be real here, my nigga. Like, you sound stupid as fuck. Like, rappers like Nas, K Dot, J Cole. This are the name of few. These are not rappers that be talking shit. They're talking about real life shit. They're talking about shit that make you think, nigga. And Melly Mel, you should know that. Didn't your song? Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. That was about real life shit. Nas been doing that shit for decades, nigga. K Dot been doing that. J. Cole been doing that. A lot of these rappers be doing that, bro. So why the fuck you knocking what these niggas do based on a fucking top 50 list that a bunch of white people made, bro? Method Man said this shit on um a few months ago on um Math Hoffa podcast. And he was talking about how Melly Mel sits on rappers that came after him. And on top of that, you motherfuckers are saying we not hip hop. We came from y'all. Now, if it was respect on both sides, because there have been artists that came in the beginning, Melly Mel, people of that, but Melly Mel in particular. Melly Mel has shit on hip hop after him. Like, he shit on a lot of people mm -hmm. that came after him. And there are a lot of people like myself who are fans, who have been fans, who are still fans of Melly Mel. And to this day, when I see Melly Mel, I speak to him, but Melly Mel was rotten. Yeah. You know, there was a there was an episode where he just passed me by and my hand was out and all that shit. And I don't know if it was consciously done or if it was just done on some malice shit. Right. Either way, it was like I I watch interviews and, and things of that and Mel talk real fucking reckless and it's like yo Mel. There are people, some of these people that you talking about fucking love you, man. Don't right. do that. And that came out of Method Man mouth. Why are you hating on rappers that came up after you? You know, and you wonder why they call the old niggas haters. Because you're proving the point, my nigga. What, you bad because your career didn't go the way you thought it would go? So now you want to be a fucking hater, bro. Like, K-Dot is one thing. Because maybe K-Dot is not, like, his cup of tea. And, you know, I can't knock that. But Kendrick be saying some real shit, man. He's not making music just because it's fun to make music. He's talking about real life shit that goes on not only in America, but in the hood. Fool for thought. Nas. Nas? Nas not talking shit. Nas talking about real life shit. Since Illmatic, Nas been talking about real shit. And it's like he just throwing shots at every rapper. It's like he just saying shit just because he feels like he's the best. And I ain't knocking him for feeling that way, but nigga, you not even top 100. I'ma keep it a buck with you. Nigga, fight me for that. Melly Mel's not in my top 100. Damn low my top 15, my top 50, whatever. He's not in my top 100, bro. I don't look at Melly Mel as a rapper that's like, that's like that. 
Don't get me wrong. He was one of the first rappers talking about real shit. But I ain't never heard no nigga, even the old heads, say, let's play a Melly Mel album. Only one song I know the old heads will play for Melly Mel. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. That's the only fucking song I see old heads actually play by Melly Mel. If I'm fucking lying, I'm flying. Matter of fact, let me take that back. Okay, The Furious Five. Okay, I'll give you that. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Melly Mel has a solo artist. Ain't no nigga checking for Melly Mel. Even the old head would never check it for Melly Mel. I ain't never seen old head talking about, yo, that Melly Mel, he my top five. They talking about Rock Kim, Karras One, just to name a few, LL Cool J. Those the rappers I hear about back in the day. I ain't never heard Melly Mel in that conversation. And that's probably why he's so fucking bitter. Because people don't talk about him the way they talk about these rappers that came before him and after him. He's not in that same category. Like I said, Melly Mel is now in my top 10, my top 5, my top 15, my top 20, 25, 30, 35, 45, 50. He's not in my top 100. I'm not even capping and I love all hip-hop music from the 80s to beyond We know one of my favorite rappers Karis One That's old school for you like so I'm not sitting there being a 36 year old be like ah He's too old school. No nigga. I ain't never heard no old head back in the day Let's bump that new Melly Mel album that, that nigga top five They wasn't saying that shit. I can say old head now because at 36 going to 37, I'm considered an old head. So I can say that now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an old head too. But the only difference is I'm not a fucking hater. If I don't like certain shit, I don't listen to it. But the difference with Melly Mel is, is that he's talking about rappers that actually had influence on the culture. This is not no mumble rapper. It's not no whack ass rapper. These are motherfuckers who actually tell stories, who actually making real music. And you hating on them? And nigga Melly Mel been like this. But I understand because he didn't make an album like an Illmatic. You feel me? He ain't making albums like that. So he's mad. He got the message, but I mean, let's be real, man. You mad a billboard picture at number 48? And they only picture out 48 because of what you did for the culture at that time. Not because you nice like that or not because like you one of the best rappers ever. You know, you mad because you feel like you should be higher. No, 48 to me is respectable for you. But I mean, besides the message and the Furious Five, Melly Mel, I, I don't I don't know your solo work. I never heard of a Melly Mel solo album that got respect, got props. I'm sorry. Even for the people that came before me, never said that shit. My older cousins, my pops, they never in their life ever play a Melly Mel solo album. The only song I hear them play, if it wasn't Furious 5, it was The Message. That was it. You're mad because you feel like you shouldn't be 48. That's the real reason. Take it, my nigga. That's Billboard. We ain't talking about what the hood feel about you. Don't get it twisted. 
I respect what you did to hip hop. I'm not knocking that. But my thing is, you help this hip hop shit, don't knock down these next rappers, especially the ones who's making real hip hop music. What the fuck are you mad about, Melly Mel? Let's be real here. Hello? Fuck wrong with you, bro. You are bugging. You're bugging the fuck out, my nigga. I get it. You're supposed to feel like you're the best. I'm not knocking that. But you're going at the rappers who actually doing some shit. Like they're actually saying some shit that made classic albums. I never heard of a Melly Mel classic album. You have one Melly Mel. No, nigga. You got the message. That's it, nigga. Or whatever with Furious 5, nigga. That's it. You have no albums. That's a classic. And tell me I'm lying, my nigga. So sit your old steroid, take it ass down somewhere. And stop being that bitter old man, dog. Give the other rappers they flowers, dog. Can they ain't coming at you like that? Don't diss them like that. You have a right to state your opinion, my nigga. But to have an opinion, you gotta do something, my nigga. You don't have that body of work. And that's facts, my nigga. Relax, Melly Mel. You've been doing this after your era was done and you still doing the same exact shit. Why, my nigga? I know why. Because you don't have a body of work like that. That's why you mad. You wish you could make an Illmatic or a Ready to Die. That's the name of you. You wish you could make classics like that, dog. I don't understand that shit, bro. That shit's ridiculous, dog. You got number 48 just because you was around when hip-hop started. Take that and deal with it. You don't have no classic body of work. You have no classic albums. Like, let's be real here, Melly Mel. Sit your old ass down somewhere, my nigga. And you wonder why these kids be talking about old heads be hating. That's why, nigga. Be real with yourself, my nigga. Fuck out of here. Alright. That's it for today episode. Episode 57 is a wrap. Um, sis. Is there any final words you want to say before we get up out of here? Well, as y'all know, this is episode 57 of Stick to the Script. We thank you for listening. We thank you for the 1K views or listens. Um, we thank you for all that. Uh, shout out to Big T. He did um, basically like a beat in a mix. Um, me and Astoria would just sit up there just um singing i was singing um whitney i will always love you well technically for those who know though it was technically dolly parton who wrote the song and um whitney just um sung it for the body bodyguard soundtrack but anywho um y'all check that out uh check out t corner with um big t um um aka terrence the spoken so, yeah, y'all just check that out. Um, y'all be on the lookout for me and um, me getting my LLC um, for Spiritually Yours. With yours at at um, the end, instead of the S, it's spelled with a Z. Y'all check me out on that. Um, also, I want to shout out a, a local group called Chemistry with a K. 
chemistry with a K. They're um doing big things. They're having shows. Um, they like I said, they remind me of um the boy boy band groups. Um, Jodeci. Um, you know, maybe like on an instinct level. Um, Boys to Man. You know, um, New Edition. That type of deal. Shout out to those talented brothers and whatnot. Um. And that's about it for episode 57. Let's get us to 100 episodes. How about that? But until then, let's get it. Let's go, baby. And I'm out of here. Holla. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, you have a blessed weekend. Y'all be safe out there. Until next time, we up out this thing, baby. Let's go.